Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Going to be a real familiar scripture tonight. Not sure exactly which way it's going to go, but what the Lord gave me, so it'll go the way that he'll have it to go. Remember Brother Rick tell me one time, he said, uh, when you preach, he'd always tell me, you preach like you, don't try to preach like me. He said, there's already one of me. He said, don't try to preach like anybody else, but be yourself and preach like the Lord gives it to you. And that's the way I'm going to preach tonight. I do my best tonight to give you what the Lord gives me, and if you don't like it, Take it up with the Lord. He, he's the one that called me. And when he calls somebody into the ministry, or whatever he calls you to do, he'll equip you with that. Amen. He'll qualify you for it. He'll give you exactly what you need. I don't know what you need, but I know I, I, I need the Lord. I can't even walk without him holding my hand. I tell you, I ain't going to try to preach without him holding my hand. I'm not going to try to do nothing without the Lord being right there leading me and guiding me the way that he will have me to go. So if you got your Bibles, go be over in the book of Proverbs, chapter 30, start about verse 11. Real familiar scripture. I believe that's where we're at today in America and in the church. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 11 says, There is a generation that curseth their father and doeth not bless their mother. There is a generation that appear in their own eyes and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation, oh, how lawfully are their eyes and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords and their jaw teeth as knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. Let us bow our heads. My heavenly Father, Lord God, I praise you tonight, Lord. I thank you for the opportunity to preach your word. Father, we just ask you that you're blessed tonight, Lord, that your word to go out and do what, is, what you want it to do. And, we just want to come together in one mind and one accord and worship you in the truth of the Spirit. And Father, first one here lost around your will, I pray tonight to be a night that they get right with you before it's too everlasting, too late. You may be seated. My thought tonight, for a text tonight, there is a generation. And I'm thinking about the generation. It says here there's a generation that appear in their own eyes and yet not washed from their filthiness. I don't know about you, but I I believe we're living in that generation. You know, they're pure in their own eyes. You turn on the news and they're pure in their own eyes. You know, it's called good, evil, evil, good. I tell you what, just here not long ago when they went out to vote, I can't believe it, but they call evil good. Whenever you think it's all right to murder babies 
And God says, thou shalt not kill. I don't know about you, but there's a generation that are pure in their own eyes. I tell you what God, what God called sin 2,000 years ago, it's still sin today. It don't matter what kind of title you want to give it. When you have two heartbeats and you take away one, you just committed murder. Amen. There's a generation that are pure in their own eyes. Praise his holy name. And right over in the book of 2 Timothy, it says, chapter 3, it says, This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covenant, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural afflictions, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such, turn away. I tell you what, I believe we're living in that generation that the Word of God is talking about. I tell you what, the lovers of their self. They think they got all the answers to everything that life throws at them. They always got an answer to try to justify what they're doing is wrong. But God's a God of love. You hear the lost will say, he loves me. God loves me the way you are. Yeah, he loves you the way you are, but he loves you too much to leave you that way. That's why the Bible says you must be born again. You must come to Jesus and get saved today. Say, it says that in the perilous times shall come. When trouble comes and knocking, who do you depend on? I tell you, I depend on the Lord. And I tell you, trouble's going to come. We're all going to face some sort of trouble, some sort of Heartbreak, sadness, but who do we lean on? We lean on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Tell you what, this is all about him. And there ain't nothing in there about me. And there's nothing in there about you. It's all about him. He's in the beginning. He's the alpha and the omega and everything in the middle. Tell you what, he loves us and he knows that there is a generation that has turned and went their own way. I tell you, if that is you today, you need to turn back to God and quit trying to justify the way that you're living. And turn to God, who gave you life. Tell you what, he loves us tonight, and he wants us to go out here in the highways and byways and compel to come in that his house will be 
filled up. As I tell you, people's dying lost and going to hell. That's why we have revival. We want to see the lost get right. We want to see the Christians grow stronger so we can go out in the world and let them know that Jesus Christ is still on the throne. Amen. He ain't went nowhere. Tell you what, there's a generation. That has no respect for their parents. I, I've seen it. I know about it. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people knows about it. I tell you what, I think we're living in that generation now. I, I was thinking this the other day about the generations. I was thinking about all the older preachers that I've always had confidence in. And I got to thinking most of them's gone and now I'm the older preacher. Amen. I'm that generation. Say so they passed their generation. My mom and dad, they was a generation. They done went on. My brothers and my sister, they the same generation as me. They done went on, and here I am. I'm still here. I, I don't know that God's got a plan. I, I'm just trusting in him. And now my daughter, you see, she's another generation. And my grandkids are another generation. See, there's generations, one right after the other. But I'll tell you what, there's a generation that has no respect. Amen. Amen. I'm all about respect. I don't like to be disrespected. And I like to respect other people. But there's people that does not respect me. And there's people that does not respect you. There's people that does not respect herself. Tell you what, if you can't respect yourself, how are you going to respect me? Amen. Or anybody else? If you don't love yourself. Tell you what, I believe we're living in that generation. Tell you what, you turn on the news and you can see all these things that's going, coming to pass. Praise his name. Over in the book of Micah, says, For the son dishonoreth the father, the daughter rise up against her mother, the daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law, a man's enemies are of his own house. I believe that's where we're living today. People in their own homes. That's where their worst enemies are. And who's behind all that? Satan. He's the one that come to kill, steal, and destroy. He's the one that come to separate you. I tell you, every time something happens, the first thing that people want to do, they want to quit the church. That's the first thing that's what the devil wants you to do. Amen. He wants to get you away. Away from God's people. Because I tell you, that's where when we have trouble, when trouble comes up, 
the first place we ought to be is on our knees and an altar prayer with our brothers and sisters kneeling down beside of us and praying right along the side of us. Because I tell you what, we're not here to judge one another. We're here to lift one another up. Amen. We're here to, when we fall, one there to pick one back up. Amen. We're here to help each other, not condemn each other. A lot of times that's why they can't get the world in the church. Because they can't see a difference. They can't see a difference. Why would they want to go to church? But tell you what, we need to be the difference. We need to be the light. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. He says, but I'm going away and now you're going to be the light. So if the world is going to see Jesus, they're going to see him in the way we live our life. And how we walk. And how we talk. You know, I've heard Christian people use the pretty foul language. To me, the Bible the Bible's pretty plain. It says don't let filthy communication come out of your mouth. And the world sees that. You know, it may not be a sin. I don't know if it is. I ain't, I'm not going to talk like that. But the world is looking for them kind of things. They're looking for an excuse not to come to church. I don't want to be an excuse. I don't want to see them, well, that preacher, that Christian, so-called Christian, said this, didn't do this, or whatever. I, I want to live a life that's well-pleasing unto him. Because I tell you what, there's a generation that's looking for any way out, thinking that they got all the answers, over the book of Jeremiah says, Yet thou sayest, because I am innocent, surely his anger shall turn from me. Behold, I will plead with thee, because thou sayest, I have no sin. See, the world thinks because they say, I'm a good person. That he, he's not going to send me to hell. I'm innocent in God's eyes. Because I, I'm innocent in my own eyes. See, I tell you, if you take a look in the mirror, when I take a look in the mirror, I know I'm not innocent. I know I'm not no good. And I tell you what, I don't, I know God loves me. And I tell you what, before you can get somebody saved, you got to get them lost. See, here you see, they're innocent in their own eyes. They, they think the anger of God is going to turn from them, that they're going to escape hell. People think because everybody dies, they say, they say everybody goes to heaven. But that's not the truth. If you leave this world lost, like Brother Alfred prayed, he said, Lord, help us never forget that when a sinner dies, they split hell wide open. That's where you go. Amen. If you leave this world lost, hell will be your home. And hell was created for the devil and his angels. It wasn't created for mankind. But if you reject the only begotten Son of the Father, and you leave this world, and you think that you're innocent in your own eyes, you will split hell wide open. And right over in the book of 2 Corinthians says, 
For we dare not make ourselves of their number or compare ourselves with some that commended themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. I've had people tell me, I'm just as good as you. You're using the wrong measuring stick. I'm not the measuring stick. And you're not my measuring stick. Jesus Christ is my measuring stick. I know that I come up short of the glory of God and I know that you come up short with the glory of God because I tell you what, he is our major stick. We need to do what he would have us to do. Amen. You know, we used to wear them braces. What would Jesus do? Tell you what, if we would live our lives to that, this world would be a whole lot better. But I tell you what, I'm not your measuring stick. People out here that's lost will measure themselves by themselves, for themselves, saying they're okay. I've had people, I've had people say, I'm praying for you. Right out there at work. And I walk past them, hearing them using the Lord's name. You don't need to pray for me. You need to pray for yourself. If you're using the Lord's name, I don't need your prayers. I want Christian people praying for me. Amen. I want my brothers and sisters praying for me. But I tell you what I will do, I will pray for each and every one of them. I'll pray for all of them, but I tell you what, this ain't, this ain't some fairy tale. This ain't, some, this ain't something we just put on on Sunday morning or Sunday night or Wednesday night. This is something we put on every day. You're either saved or you're lost. You're either a Christian or you're a sinner. There ain't no in-between places. But there's a generation thinking that they can live any way they want to live and they're going to fly off to heaven. But I tell you what, that's what the devil wants you to believe. Word on the book of Haggai says, We have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put into a bag with holes. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Consider your ways. You're not going to prosper. If you want to prosper, you're going to have to trust in Jesus Christ. As I tell you what, I lived in this life. I didn't come here to preach myself. I'm preaching. I'm still on the message. I'm preaching Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm preaching there's a generation. Come on. I was lost. And I knew where I knew I was lost. But one day, at an altar prayer, Come on. I had to consider my ways. I wasn't prospering. I got up and I went to work. I tell you what, I may end up waking up in jail sometime. But I tell you, I wasn't prospering. I was lost. I was on my way to hell. But one day I had to consider my way. 
My way was leading straight to the devil's hell. That's where my way was going. I had to find out the hard way. Come on, man. But Jesus Christ said, come as you are. You know, I had people probably saying, he's that generation. There's no hope for him. There's hope. I had somebody at the work said, one day let's talk about homosexuals, said, are they welcoming your church? They're just being a smart aleck. And I looked at him, I said, I'd like to have a whole church full. And I said, and another thing, you're welcome too. I want to see everybody get saved. I don't want to see anybody go to hell. Anybody can walk in here as welcome here to sit down and hear the gospel tonight and get right with God. I got to tell you, there's a generation tonight, and I tell you what, I fear for them. Amen. They don't want to hear nothing. I've invited people to church. I said, How would you like to come to, before I can even say church? They say, No. And I say, You're welcome anyway. They are welcome. They might not want to hear it because they're doing what's right in their own eyes. Yeah. Amen. The Bible says there's pleasure in sin for a season, yeah. but one day that season ends. Amen. And I tell you, what are you going to be then? I tell you what, if you stand before God, you better hope that you got the blood of Jesus applied to your heart. Because if it's not, you're not going to be lost. You are lost. And you hear him say in words, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Mm -hmm. I believe that would be the worst words that you could ever hear. I mean, there's a lot of things on this side of life that would be bad to hear, but I think to hear, him, hear the Lord say, depart from me, I never knew you, would be the worst words that you could ever possibly hear. To know there was no hope. Hope's gone. When you close your eyes in death, there is no more. If you leave this world lost, you're going to be lost. If you leave this world saved, then you're going to be saved. But tell you what, you're going to get right on this side. Like Brother Endicott always says, get prepared on this side to see what the other side looks like. That's what we need to do. That's why we're here. You heard it said this morning, this here is just like a big old playpen. Amen. This is just a place to get ready. You know, it, it's, just like a, it's just like a place to get dressed. Get ready. Get prepared for the wedding of the marriage of the Lamb. I tell you, it's real. Heaven's real. Hell's real. We need to make sure that we let the world know everybody's going to go to one of them two places. So I tell you what, there's a generation I believe is going to die and get, go to hell. The Bible talks about there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the ways thereof are the ways of death. You know, people just does what's right in their own eyes. I had a neighbor right there where I live. He said, oh, we're just the good old boys. Well, good old boys go to hell. Mm -hmm. 
saved the way it goes to heaven. Don't matter how good you are. I mean, I, I appreciate good people. I do. I appreciate having neighbors that will help when you need a hand. But that's not going to get you to heaven. It takes the blood of Jesus Christ and nothing else. Just like it was in the days of Noah. I believe Noah was probably saying, there's a generation, boys. He had all his generations right there on the boat. And everybody else perished. But Noah found grace. And that's what it takes to make it to heaven. Grace. Grace is we get what we don't deserve. We get to go to heaven. Mercy is we don't get what we do deserve, which is a lake of fire. So through God's love and through God's mercy, through God's grace, we can go to heaven. It's up to us. David said, I hold my soul continuously in my hand. It's up to me whether I go to heaven. I choose to go to heaven. When I wake up in the morning, I don't even have to think about it. I want to go to heaven. When I got saved, there was people said he won't make it six months, and they was right. It's been about 28 years, I think. Because that's what happens when the Lord gets when the Lord has control. See, when we I know when I was growing up, right here in this church, I come to the altar. Next week I'd be right back out there. A month or two later, I come to the altar. A week or two later, I'd be back out. See, because the Lord wasn't in that. I thought maybe he was, but when I got back out there, I was like at sea up on the stoning ground. Didn't have no root. Amen. But when I got right with God, I thought I got saved here, but I didn't get saved here. I got saved over at my house, laying in my bed. But when I got saved, I knew that night when that burden lifted off me, I knew that God got a hold of me or I got a hold of him. I know one thing, I know that my name was written down in the last book of life. And I tell you what, I have not been the same since that night. There's people tried to drag me back out into the world that are wasting their time. Because I let them know I'm a Christian. I'm a child of the king. That old man is dead. Let him rest in peace. That man you see before you is a new man. I tell you what, I ain't the man I should be, but I'm not the man I thank God I used to be. And what he done for me, he will do for you. There's a generation, I tell you what, that needs to get right with God because I tell you what, the devil has got you blinded. Put them drugs and the alcohol in you. Get your mind all clouded up thinking you got forever. You don't have forever. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Right now is the acceptable time. So as we stand and get a song, Brother Jamie. If you're here and you're lost, you're out his will, or you're weak,
Whatever the need is, the altar's open. And it's never out of order to come to an altar of prayer. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.